0: It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of BOT Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich BOT, hey, with I, today's complete
1: story. Yeah, hey, Rich, how, how long are we going to keep having important issues of the day?
2: Uh, every day. Well,
1: are we going to run out of them? no. Why is that?
2: Well, because the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and man's heart is desperately wicked.
1: And the Bible says that. That's right. And so we go through space and time in this uh, uphill and downhill and sometimes having revival mm-hmm. and then getting it right for a while.
2: And that's what we're praying for is a great society, awakening-style Before society revival. tends to
1: drift again. Isn't that amazing? But I'll tell you what, um, at my age, I'm finding a lot of people. Isn't that interesting? Now, at my age, I'm finding a lot of people that just love old people. Why is that? As I look around, all my friends, they love old people too. But I want to tell you, folks, something in the audience, our Bot Radio Network family sitting around the table right now, we are all people and we knew need to care about each other, love each other, understand each other, and help each other. But let's start out with my personal theme song. Here it is.
0: Now some folks are preoccupied with looking young and trim. And I can still remember when I was just like them. But time has shown it's what's inside your heart, that really counts. And not how many store-bought teeth you have inside your mouth. Well, I just love old people. Yeah, I do. I just love old people. How about you? With silver traces in their hair, there's so much wisdom They can share, I know of none that can compare with old people. My joints may not be perfect, my walking may be slow, and it may take me three attempts when I get up to go, but when it comes, To serve in God I still have much to give Like teaching all these younger folks How great it is to live Well, I just love old people Yeah, I do I just love old people How about you? With silver traces in their hair There's so much wisdom they can share I know of none that can compare With old people So when you're old and turning gray I hope that you hear someone say I just love old
1: people (laughs) You, You know Rich It has been my observation over the years that the happiest families are three-generation families. Now, isn't that something? And if you're lucky enough to have a four-generation family existing at the same time, then you learn from each other.
2: Wow, with the little little babies and great-grandparents.
1: Well, and great-great-grandparents. And you learn from each other. You care about each other. That's another thing in society that's kind of been lost. It's kind of been scorned or dismissed or something, I don't know, but I've noticed it. Now, a person may say, well, old Dick bodies he's getting old, there's no doubt about that. But what about the kids? What about the children? What about those tender plants? Um, they say, Rich, as the twig is bent, so is the tree inclined. You start the child off, the sooner the better, in Sunday school uh, and having family devotions and being involved in Christian atmosphere, whatever it is, but there's nothing better than getting a child to start memorizing scripture verses memorizing scripture verses. People say, oh, well, my youngster couldn't do that. Well, how can your youngster understand the English language, by the way, which is a very complex language, if it isn't line upon line and precept upon precept, and then make it easy and fun,
2: right? And memorize all the words to their favorite songs that they hear. Well,
1: some years ago, I discovered a boy in a distant city from where we're sitting right now in the midwest however and he was nine years old and his church and his mother and father had a project where they were going to read through the bible in one year verse by verse and then talk about it and when it was all over the church gave the children and the an opportunity to express what they had learned as a result of this reading and then uh, talking about it, understanding it, and everything else. So little nine-year-old Davis, his name was, this was 2010. Let's see, this is 2019 now. So that's 10 years ago, and Davis was nine at the time, so that young man is 19. I'm going to look him up. I want to find out what happened to that boy. And anyway, this is what nine-year-old Davis said in 2010 about the
3: Bible. I would like to tell you about what I've learned this year from reading through the Bible during Project 4-4. This project is based on the scripture Matthew 4-4, which says, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. God speaks to us through the Bible. And what I think the Bible's trying to tell us is it's telling us how to live and it's helping us know God better by telling us his characteristics. One of the main characteristics the Bible tells us about is God's love. God loves us so much that he wants us to be his, follow him, and worship him only. The Bible starts in Genesis 1-1 which says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. That scripture shows that God is the creator of all things. After that came Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve made the bad choice of eating the fruit off the tree of life that allowed sin to enter the world. And soon that sin got so bad that God just decided to destroy the earth. But he saved the one righteous family, the family of Noah. And so after Noah came Abraham. And Abraham had such great faith that God rewarded him with being the father of many nations. And so after Abraham came Moses. And Moses led God's people out of Egypt and through the desert during hard times. And and he was a great leader and he loved God. And after Moses came the period of the judges. And at that time the Israelites were getting into a cycle where they would fall away from God, trouble would come, and they would cry out to God, and God, being the loving God that He is, would send a judge to rescue them. And that was God's way of letting the Israelites have a leader. He didn't want them to have a king or a queen like all the other nations of the world because He wanted His people to be different, so He used judges instead of kings. And there were many great judges like Gideon and Samson and Samuel and Deborah. And, but soon the Israelites got greedy and they wanted a king too. And so they told Samuel, who was the judge at that time, that they wanted a king. And so Samuel went to God in prayer about it. And God said, anoint Saul king over the Israelites and let them see what he would do to them. So Samuel did what God said and Saul was a pretty bad king too and so after Saul came David and David loved God with his whole heart and wrote almost the whole book of Psalms which is praise to God and how he delivers people from his enemies and, and so after David came Solomon and Solomon And one night God came to Solomon in a dream, and he asked him for anything that he wanted. He could even have all the splendor of the world if he wanted to. But Solomon didn't ask for riches, he asked for wisdom, and God blessed him through that. And Solomon also built the temple for praise to God. And after Solomon, the kingdom split into two parts, Israel and Judah. And Israel's kings were bad, all down the line, like Jeroboam and Nadab and Ahab. And Judah's kings were pretty much the same, although they did have a few good kings, like Asa and Josiah and Hezekiah. And also at that time, the Israelites were getting into that same kind of cycle with the judges. But instead of sending a judge, God sent a prophet and prophets would tell about the future and what would happen if the Israelites didn't turn didn't turn back to God and some like Isaiah even told about Jesus the coming savior and after all the kings and the prophets there were 400 years of which nothing was recorded in the bible and then the bible starts back in the new testament and Jesus was born into the world and he taught and Told parables and did miracles so that we might believe in God and turn back to Him. But that wasn't all God had in store for His Son. He wanted Him to die on the cross for our sins. So that's what Jesus did. He took all of our sins upon us so that He so that we wouldn't have to die for them. And then to show His power over death, God raised His Son back up from the grave and So after Jesus had ascended into heaven and gone back to live with God, the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and they started to teach and preach in different languages. And also at that time there was a man named Saul. And Saul, Saul, what he thought was right was to beat Jesus' followers. And if he didn't have them beaten, he had them thrown in jail or even killed. And on his way to a city called Damascus, God blinded him with a bright light, and Jesus called out from heaven, Saul, why are you hurting me? And so that bright light blinded Saul, and so God called Ananias to teach and preach to Saul about God. And later Saul was baptized, and and his sight returned. He also changed his name to Paul. And Paul went around to many countries, teaching and preaching about God's Word. And he, and he was really in-depth about it. And he wrote a good portion of the New Testament about all those letters to God's people, like Galatians and Ephesians and Philippians and all these other letters. And also at that time, James and Jude and Peter and all these other people were writing letters to God's people also. And then after all those letters, Then John wrote one final letter to the seven churches in Asia about a vision that he had. And that's where Revelation comes in. And and Revelation is all about John's vision of what would happen in the end. God would destroy the earth, separate the people into two groups. One group being the people who chose to not obey God and not serve Him. And the other group would be the people who did follow God. And so... And so God would be victorious over evil and Satan and all his followers would be thrown into the lake of fire but the people that obeyed God and served Him would be rewarded with eternal life in heaven. And so think of the Bible as a movie. And you wouldn't just rent a movie and go to scene selection and say that this part looks interesting, I'll start here. Because then you don't know who the characters are what they're doing, why they're doing it, and where they are. So just like you have to watch the whole movie to get the whole picture, you have to read through the whole Bible to see what God saying. Because if you read one book, you might think that God's waiting for us to mess up, because He's getting His people in trouble all the time. And if you read another book, you might think that He has all this love and compassion toward us, and you get confused. And so, And so I've learned a lot during Project 4-4, and I hope you have, too. It's been a great experience.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh man, man, Rich, I tell you what, I have to find that young man now. He was nine years old. That was ten years ago. And I've got to find him because uh, he got it. Can you imagine, folks, that little nine-year-old boy took us from Genesis through Revelation— and he got it uh, in his own little way, and that was my memory and recitation in preparation for giving the report. So you see, what it takes is a good church, it takes a good family, it takes people in a child's life to invest in them and plant them and then grow them. Now we'll find out. We'll find out what 19-year-old Davis is doing now. The last I heard, he was going to be an engineer, a structural engineer, or an electrical engineer. I don't know, but I want to really dig into that now. But I will wager, Mr. Bott, that he's a Christian, that he loves the Lord unless something tragic has happened. We'll have to find out, won't
2: we? My goodness, out of the mouth of babes. Isn't that incredible?
1: Now, I tell you, Rich, another thing that has come to my attention in this brand new month of uh, 2019 is a lot of people have sorrow. A lot of people. I mean, my word, I have been talking to people up in Minnesota where I grew up, And they've lost husbands or wives or precious family members. And not only there, but other parts of the country. Uh, You know, you and I have a very dear friend who was a doctor in a little Kansas town. And uh, spent his time helping people and caring for people. And he loved the Lord. And now he just passed away. And he meant so much to us and so much to so many people. Uh, It really leaves then his family in grief and sorrow and, well, it's not a happy time, let's put it that way. But you know, folks, you haven't lost anyone if you really know where they are. However, there is a period when it's terrible, empty, and all of that. Now, Rich, you and I remember the time we first met Linda Randall. Oh yes, Linda Randall. Her husband is Michael, and they pastor an interracial church. And Linda Randall's mother, I think, was living with them when we first when we first met them. Linda Randall used to sing with the Gaithers, and uh, her mother was in a wheelchair. Remember that? Mm-hmm. But anyway, everybody, folks, goes through the valleys in order once again to the rise to the mountaintops and then the valleys don't think that you're alone here is linda randall to sing about it <clears throat>
4: When you're up on the mountain, and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. How things change when you're down in the valley, don't lose space. You never alone for the God on the man. That's
1: exactly true, Rich. The God of the day, the God of the mountaintop, is also the God of the valley and the God of the night. Now, I love it when the listeners call and they express themselves. It's kind of like having a family feedback or a discussion. And uh, wasn't it last week that someone had called all the way from Russia?
2: Yes, that's right. Where was that,
1: see? People are listening. A of Russia. People are listening now through various forms of media all over the place, and, and I love it. By the way, Rich, I want you to tell the folks if uh, how they can listen any place. You have relatives. You have friends in many parts of the country that um, we don't have radio stations, even though we have 120 of them, but uh, they can still listen just as good as anything, can they? with Alexa. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with Alexa. Now, you always say that's an echo, isn't it? How is that?
2: Amazon Echo. And Amazon Alexa echo. is the name of the voice.
1: Amazon Echo. And then Alexa is the name of the voice. So you can say, Alexa, play Bot Radio Network. And she does. That's right. You can say, Alexa, uh, tell me a joke. And she does. It's amazing. But the big thing is... You can have Alexa turn on just by the sound of your voice. Bot Radio Network, and there it is.
2: Anywhere in the world where you have internet access. I don't understand
1: it at all, but people do. Matter of fact, I have one, and and I enjoy it. Uh, she seems to know everything by the way.
2: <laughs> hey dad, and you know another thing that's really exciting? Are these phones that everybody carries in their pocket nowadays, yeah. almost those smartphones you can download the Bot Radio Network app and then you can just listen to Bot Radio Network on your on your little phone that you carry in your pocket. What?
1: What are some of the listener comments that
2: have come? Oh, in I out, love isn't? this one here. This one, he gives his name, and then he says, "I just wanted to let you know that early this year, earlier this year, I was saved by Jesus by listening to your radio station with all the lessons. I just want to thank Bot Radio for that. Isn't See, that cool?
1: With all the lessons, no doubt that was the Bible teaching and Bible preaching." By all of these, we are quality Christian talk. Isn't that right?
2: That's right. Here's one from Tulsa. You're going to love this one. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. They they say, uh, I just want to say how much I appreciate Dick and Rich's program, The Complete Story on your network. That would be us, Dad. I'm always appreciative of the different types of programming that you have. I listen in Tulsa on 92.5 FM.
1: Yeah. You know, folks, we started out, we started out talking about the children Oh, we started out with, I just love old people. (laughs) And then we had nine-year-old Davis take us through the Bible. And it really is everything we've been talking about. Get those little children starting to sing choruses, I mean meaningful choruses, and having fun with it. And so, this particular program, I want the listeners to listen to this the sound of the voices of children talking about the importance of prayer. Here it is. That's the key. Keep your heart in tune. What is the phone number?
2: 1-800-345-2621 is our listener comment line, and we'd love to hear from you. 1-800-345-2621. That's
1: it, folks. You see, we are all part of the family. The little ones and the teenagers, and the parents, and the grandparents, and maybe even, if you're lucky enough, the great-grandparents. This is Dick Bott with my son Rich with this chapter The Complete Story as a public service, and I'll see you later.